0: Welcome to Energising Life with AKR Fitness. I'm Jace, your hostess with the mostest. And, as usual, I'm joined here with Lindsay. Hello. And Mike. Pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> Pleasure to be here. <laughs> How's it going? <laughs> What's happening? See what happens when I try and mix it up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Just say hello.
0: <laughs> Stick to the basics, we'll be fine. Hello. How are we getting on? Are we are feeling good? Are ready?
1: Yeah, ready. Good. What have you been up
0: to, Lindsay?
1: Uh, today... Went have, for a wee walk. A breakfast. breakfast? What's, uh, I've not trained, yet, no. not trained yet, no. No, no, no. I was training others this morning. Training others so this morning. I haven't, haven't walked yet, I haven't trained yet, but I have had two breakfasts, so oh. feeling pretty uh, alert right now. Yeah, good.
0: good. <laughs> two breakfasts. <laughs> two breakfasts. Mike, how are you getting on? <laughs> <laughs> Just stick to the basics, yeah. we'll be fine. <laughs> good, thank you. Good stuff. Yourself? Yeah. yeah, good, good. So, on the last episode, we introduced some tips to help get you started in exercise and build some confidence. We're going to do the same hopefully today for nutrition. Uh, But first I want to almost just chat a little bit about the problem with nutrition. So why is it so difficult?
1: I think first of all, it it can be again, like walking in a gym quite daunting and overwhelming with the amount of information that's out there.
0: Have, Have you ever Googled nutrition?
1: I don't want to. <laughs> just,
0: just just Google nutrition and I think it was like one thousand hundred seventy six thousand million
1: <laughs> that pages remember?
0: come up. Don't quote me on that.
1: Well, that, exactly. That's what I'm trying <laughs> to say. Is like there's so much conflicting inf- conflicting information out there that yeah. <clears throat> you don't even know where to start.
2: No. I think the, the you know the mm. average person gets frustrated. You know, typically people are like oh, eggs used to be you know good for you, then they were bad for you, then they're good for you, and, and
0: it's easy for people to just. Throwing the towel. Yeah, there's you know? loads of that. So fruit, carbs. Oh, we could go on butter and so <laughs> yeah. yeah. Then you put butter in your coffee. That was the yeah, well, there was yeah. a craze for that. Yeah. So yeah, it's just it's bizarre some of the things. And then you don't
1: even get started with you know fat Coke and diet Coke oh, yeah, yeah. and yeah. Red fat, Coke. Co-
0: <laughs> yeah, all yeah. of it. And just so many
2: trends. Yeah, so many fads. So many different hacks or tricks in order to get the result and quick fixes um, and yeah yeah it's, it's it leaves confusion for people yeah. i think um, and then the other thing is food is far more than just nutrition and fuel yeah. you know the, then there's like a big life social aspect people emotional often, aspect yeah people often attach it to their identity you know i, I spoke a couple of episodes back about like you know, following the paleo diet and it, it can very much become an identity for yeah. people mm-hmm. also you know vegan vegetarianism things like that so it's food is a multifactorial thing you know yeah. and, and also it's you, you can't avoid it in your life you no. know like no. I made reference to people with alcohol people can't actually just say well do you know what I'm finding my relationship with alcohol challenging I'm going to take Stop. some time yeah. out from it Yeah, but you can't, you can't, really do, no, that you can't do that with no. food no. Yeah. Yeah. It it it's going to last it's, longer you? <laughs> And it's, it's hard to control the environment because, you know, every shop you go into, every, you know, there's, there's all sorts of food stuffs screaming mm-hmm. at you from the shelves. And
1: I think as well, it's like in our culture to go out and enjoy a meal. Yeah. Yeah, and that meal may be one, two, three courses. You might like to do that three, four times a week.
0: Yeah, it's a, it's a little bit different from the sort of scavenger, hunter-gatherer lives that we would have lived way back when. It's, you know, everything's just so accessible and tasty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Another big thing,
2: is feedback is not immediate yeah. so you know someone most people don't eat a meal and then you know feel themselves gaining weight eating a meal <laughs> yeah. or, or becoming unhealthy or whatever you know it, it takes it an takes accumulation time. Yeah. yeah yeah mm-hmm. or, or or you can eat a lot of food and then you know 30 minutes later be like oh what have i done that was too much but it's, it's not always easy to know how much is enough or too much in the moment.
0: Yeah, it's that sort of listening to your body, which we'll we'll, we'll get into in a little bit. Uh, where's, where's a good place to start then? We've got some tips.
1: <clears throat> yeah, um, I think probably a, a really good place to start and we've touched on it already is the sort of, you know, labelling the foods.
0: Choose better labels. Yeah,
1: choose better labels. Like, for instance, we hear it all the time. Oh, that food's bad. Yeah, I can't eat that, that's bad. Or that's really good. Or... You know, it just, it doesn't sit well and it almost puts you into this cycle of punishment and reward. Yeah. Um, so I would say the first trick would be to try and change the wording for that.
0: Okay. I
2: think j- just to, to jump in on there, it's, it's, the, it's the easy thing to do. It might be the natural sort of human thing for us to do. And it's also the, the thing that all the diets ask us to do. And that's to draw a line down your page. On one side is all the saintly, good, weight loss, nutritious foods. Ones with green ticks mm-hmm. on the packages.
0: No sins and no...
2: Yeah, that's what you say. Yeah, labeling <laughs> it sins. And then on the other side is all the, the bad, sinful, indulgent...
1: Tasty. Uh, uh,
2: weight gain <laughs> foods, whatever, whatever they are. Yeah, and mm-hmm. but it, it also, there, there is a like a puritanical thing about it. Like, in mm-hmm. order to, to lose weight, I have to, you know... I have to sacrifice and struggle. So actually it's, it is, it's like the, the bland foods I don't like eating, Less, they're on the good side. That's yeah. puritanical, more satanical. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and all the other ones. And that's, you know, that's, that's how, it's not just how, it's, it's everything in the culture and the marketing of the food, you know, like the good and the bad. And mm-hmm. depending what, what the diet is that someone, someone attempts, there might be a different list of foods and that, that's where the confusion, you know, you said before, yeah. Jace, about maybe fruit or bread or yeah, carbs. Yeah, so you, you yeah. and I kind of
0: had a conflicting diet if you go back to when we were in our own bubbles of what we were doing. I i wouldn't eat any nuts, carbs, anything like that. Rice, grains, I wouldn't have any of that. And I'd, I would have a lot more almost processed stuff, chicken burgers and even the bird's eye ones, but you'd scrape <laughs> the carbs off of them. Because <laughs> like, that's how bad it got because you know Is it soon becomes really, really, really old, and eggs, and you know, I'd have mince and cheese, and uh, just
1: even with like the older generation, and I mean, like my mum and my grandma, they would be like, "Oh, I can't have that." Shout out to it- Linda. <laughs> I can't have that. It's fattening. It's too yeah. fattening. I'm not yeah, having that. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, is it though? Is it really? Well,
0: here,
2: here's where it falls down. So, so this is the this is not our recommended. This is like the typical approach. So, step one compile your list of good and bad foods, right? Either that comes from a diet or society has already made the list for us in many yeah. ways, right? Step two, avoid all the bad foods and eat only the good foods, right? That's, that's the approach. Yeah. But the problem is, inevitably, you're going to eat something off the bad, the forbidden food list, because either you've done well, I've been good this week, and so you deserve it, or, you know, how do you celebrate? Well, you give yourself a treat. Yeah, it's yeah. a reward. Or you feel like crap. So you need a pick-me-up. And how do you do that? You give yourself a treat. So what people don't realize is they make their list and inevitably they're going to consume something from the forbidden list. Yeah. And then as I said on a, a previous episode, once that happens, that day's ruined. And but starting it's... tomorrow or Monday, we're back to, again. The, to the rigid list. So in the interim, in this little window, you've got this- Game on. Yeah, exactly. Here we <laughs> exactly. Go. You've got this period where it's like, well- today's ruined, i be as well eat. Or, you know, get as it's much the, as you the can person and... in the house who's like, right, I'm starting a diet on Monday, so what I'm going to do is eat all of the chocolate and everything in the house, house <laughs> to get out of the way.
1: Yeah.
2: And, and it's madness, and it, and it never gets anywhere. And, that's, that's, and it
1: happens all the time.
2: Yeah, that's where this, this sort of binary approach, good and bad approach to mm-hmm. food falls down. And I was in it over and over. And what you do is you just say, I need to be more disciplined, more disciplined. And, oh, now that's a trigger food for me, so I'm gonna limit that one. And your, your list of what you can actually eat just gets smaller and smaller.
0: And the rules go up and up and up. Yeah. And then you, you're more likely to fail because you've got all these m- more rules that, that you can't yeah. really take so, on. So instead of good and bad,
2: which are arbitrary, because food, okay, food can taste good, but it can't actually be bad. You know, your, your food can't go burn down an orphanage or something like that, that'd be pretty bad. <laughs> but it, it can do that, you know. And and food cannot be fattening in and of itself. If you only ate two bars of chocolate every yeah. day, juice, juice Jace is gone.
1: Jace, I just had an image. Back.
2: I just had an image of like a pineapple just going to burn down the house. <laughs> oh <my
1: God, laughs>
2: pineapple, pineapple is good. Oh <laughs> is it? Um. <clears throat> so yeah. So and, and food, even the so-called bad foods, aren't fattening in in and themselves. of themselves. Yeah. Because if you're on a desert island and all you ate were two chocolate bars every day, yeah. you're not going to gain fat. <laughs> no, you're you know? going to stay alive. <laughs> so so the labels don't mean anything. So we want to choose ones that actually uh, describe the food more accurately, I guess, mm-hmm. would be the way. So yeah. so the ones we like to, to use here at AKR is, is number one, how calorie dense is the food. So per mass of food, how calorie dense is it? So cheese, for instance, mm-hmm. quite calorie dense spinach, less so. It yep. doesn't yep. mean cheese is bad and spinach is good or anything else like that, but it's a property that the foods have. Then how nutrient dense is the food. So we know, again, fruits and vegetables typically have nutrients in them, mm-hmm. uh, you know, meats. So it's like the quality things. of it as well. Yeah. How, yeah. how much vitamins and minerals that support our health are in the food relative to its, its weight. Mm-hmm. So rice cakes, for instance, very little calories, but also probably not particularly nutrient-dense either. So how calorie-dense, how nutrient-dense, how filling or satiating is the food? So Sati- foods... Satiating.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to even try it. <laughs> foods that uh,
2: Typically it's been found that foods that are, that are protein-dense tend to be more filling, but also foods that are not calorie-dense means you can eat a far bigger food mm-hmm. volume as well. So a big salad so, or something so, like that. So food volume is mm-hmm. literally filling it. For, yeah. It fills you yeah um and then the fourth one is how enjoyable is the food because as i said before if you never get to eat the things you enjoy it's a ticking time bomb before you go totally off track with yeah, mm-hmm. the food and so a better approach is to to find the balance you know in the, in the larger context of your day or even your week it's like okay where where can can get the right amount of calories plenty of nutrients you know vitamins and minerals mm-hmm. that support my health if i'm trying to lose weight it would be in my interest to foods that keep me full yeah. so that i'm not feeling yeah. overly hungry all so you're the not time.
1: going to the the cupboard every two seconds and grabbing the next yeah. best thing yeah
2: because you can't just you can't just willpower your way to <laughs> way to nah, willpower to
0: willpower will run out yeah very quickly
2: and then and then yeah again the fourth one is like do i enjoy my life you know can i eat things that i enjoy because if not again yeah, and that's
1: like that's the thing with putting that label into the bad category. say your friends are asking you out for a, a really nice meal, you want to go out, but you've looked at the menu and there's nothing there that's in the good category. How's that enjoying your life? Mm. you know so it's, it's things like that you need to consider as well.
2: And, and don't get me wrong, if you're eating out like you said, maybe some yeah. people three yeah. times a week sounds like a lot for me, but. Yeah, I like it. Same. <laughs>
1: But um, a lot of people do with it, work and things. Yeah, and
2: th- and then so you might need to start thinking about okay, th- there might be a lot of calories here, mm-hmm. you know. So that's a lot of calorie dense foods. Maybe I need to pick something that's not so calorie dense in mm-hmm. this meal,
1: for mm-hmm. instance. Or throughout, you know, you know that you're going for a meal, so maybe throughout the day, which yeah, takes us on. Because it's the, not just
2: the one food or yeah. the one meal, but it's the yeah, day. It's an accumulation of calories mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. over a period of the time.
1: Yeah.
0: The second tip we've got is eat at consistent times. Mike, you wanna explain a little bit about that for us?
2: Yeah, well, I think, aside from doing not so helpful approaches in my, my nutrition in the past, another thing that on reflection was, a, was an issue for me was I got to this stage where I was just eating, like constantly or randomly as well. And I think going back to my football days, I think I trained myself to eat when I wasn't hungry. So, you know, if if you've got football training at six o'clock... You didn't
0: you know, mention you played football.
1: <laughs> if
2: you've got football training at six o'clock, you can't be eating at half past five, no. you know? So maybe I need to eat a little bit earlier mm-hmm. or eat a bit later. And, and so there's there's times where you have to take fuel on board to support support the sport. Um, and and there's times where, you, you know, you just can't be eating too close mm-hmm. to, to performance th- and things I like that. I think
1: I can relate to that with just working shifts and being in in, in here, so... I'll have breakfast at half five in the morning and I know I've maybe got a break at half eight. I'm not hungry, but I know I'm not going to be able to eat, eat till, again, yeah. till lunch, but yeah. I need the energy to get me through. And I'm like, oh, and I just eat it. But it's, all, it's to do with the fuel side of things.
2: Yeah, you know and, I mean. and so for me, I think I essentially train... So we've got natural signals in our body, like... Leptin and ghrelin. Yeah, <laughs> appetite and fullness. And if we tune into them, our body should tell us if we need food or not, effectively but so many of us don't tune in very well and yeah. i think i train myself not to because mm-hmm. of because of yeah. that um, and so a, one thing that was it was a big thing for me was just saying okay let's actually start calling my meals breakfast lunch and dinner again you know rather than just like eating randomly and sporadically and things mm-hmm. like that and let's try and eat not not at set times but just give myself some windows so okay if breakfast is between you know maybe 5 and 7 or something like that and then I might have a snack or not, and then there's a, a window for, for lunch. Mm-hmm. And th- there's two things. First of all, it gives structure. Yeah. It tells you when to eat, but it also tells you when not to eat, which I think is a, is a big thing mm-hmm. for people who struggle with a relationship with food. And also, it makes it far easier to create little substitutions. So let's say I've planned my breakfast, I've got my lunch, and you know, often people find in offices, there's always someone's birthday, there's cupcakes or something brought in, now I can decide, okay, well, I can have that cupcake and, th- and then I can just take some calories out of lunch if mm-hmm. need be. Or, you know, it's far easier to just sub things in should you choose to, if if you know yeah. how much you're going to eat and when.
1: I think going back to the calendar thing and, and sort of slotting it into your day, I think doing that with anything in life is, like, plot out your day and know exactly what's happening. But with the food it gives you that opportunity to, you know, I've worked with members who have sat at the desk all day and not yeah. had a chance to really get up and, like, feed themselves and all of a sudden they get to night and they're starving and they, they delve into the fridge. So I think just even just setting the times throughout the day in the calendar to step away from the desk and have that opportunity to eat Yeah. so you know that you're getting it.
2: And I, th- I think added to that, it also helps you learn how much is the right amount at each meal. So, so one other thing I like to try is like whether someone eats one meal a day or seven meals a day and you know the, the research would say it's, it's probably not different depends on your preference but i think a good starting point for people is to try and eat three or four meals and so if i know if i'm having my breakfast and i'm not eating again till lunchtime which might be four or five hours yeah if i'm if i'm starving after two hours well then i probably didn't have you yeah, yeah, not eating exactly yeah. and, and similar at lunch so but having this it's it's almost not setting eating times, it's setting the times you're not gonna eat. And if you know, know you're not gonna eat for three or four hours and you're you know,
0: you're it, gonna take it, on board what you need your that time.
2: yeah. <laughs> it helps it helps you adjust how much you put on your plate. Yeah. So you know how much to eat. And then if you're getting hungry forty five minutes before your next meal, then that's it's probably good. the right the right time. You can sit with that hunger, get used to what it feels like and
1: And that's where it comes to listening to your body, really. Yeah. Mm. And
2: and whereas if you're getting hungry constantly every two hours then okay you're maybe not eating enough calorie dense foods at your meal or you're maybe not eating enough satiating meals foods at Mm -hmm. your meal you know Mm -hmm. so it it it, having structure first is a great place to start because then there's there's opportunities for feedback you know how much do i eat when do i eat Um, and you can go from there when you're just eating sporadically if you're haphazard all over the place it's really hard to get the feedback and make adjustments
1: did it take um, a lot of time to sort of? That sounds like a skill, like to practice that skill of those meal times.
0: That takes us to point three. Oh, it does take us to point oh, three. There we go. Uh, point number three is practice <laughs> skills, not diets. It's
2: almost Sorry. like you knew that was coming. Oh, maybe. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we rehearsed that.
2: <laughs> so practice skills, not diets. So I guess we've we've touched on the fact that that diets diets don't really work for people. They they. There's research to show that diet is associated with weight gain and poorer relationship with food. So it that, works that in the short in
1: term, it. like we've said, if you stick to it, but the damage after it's... it's
2: all diets
0: work until they don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. And, and do you know what? Just going back to, to my relationship with food, I got to the stage where I remember reading this thing and it was like, what's the, what's the handbrake? What's your biggest limiting factor that's holding you back from, from where you want to be with, you know, with food or body composition or whatever it is we're talking about, energy. And I realised, hold on, my my issue isn't that I'm not eating perfect. The issue is is that I'm binging once or twice a week and going totally off the rails. So actually, objective number one should be, let's take care of the binging. Because if I'm not binging, then physically and mentally, I'm going to be a far better place. So therefore, I was like, okay, what I have to do is remove anything that provokes binging. Yeah. So mm-hmm. rigid attitudes towards food. You know, trying to try to lose fat and lose weight. Perfectionism. I had to get rid of all that stuff first. And that might have meant going through like a turbulent period of, of rehabid- yeah. rehabilitation. Rehabilitation. Thank you, that <laughs> word. Well, you per- said in the last episode,
1: in one of the episodes, they, um, it took you almost 10 years of yeah. practice. Well,
2: it's it certainly... a. Uh, a, a journey of, of that, uh-huh. like I wouldn't say that whole 10 years was me finding my way out of no. it. There was a good part of that was me just digging a hole for myself probably. <laughs> yeah. Um. But but yeah, so so when you realise that the rigidity, <laughs> the restrictive uh, approaches to eating, they're not the answer but they're the problem a lot of the times, then we need something else and AKR or something else is, is skills. So if you think of the person who has a, great relationship with food a lot of what they do are skills that you can learn just like any other sort of skill you know jace you mentioned yeah
0: yeah playing the guitar so if i'm practicing my my scales and stuff if i happen to miss a few days when i pick it back up i'm not starting from scratch like i still know that skill and it's just obviously if i work harder on the skill i'll develop it a little bit quicker
2: Mm -hmm. and you don't need to be Perfect, and you don't need to be every day. If you practice a skill twice a week, three times a week, you will improve at guitar. And and the same within the gym. If someone's learning a a kettlebell swing, they can and they they can swing two days a week, get better at it. All right, (laughs) and and they can also go two weeks without doing their kettlebell swing, but it doesn't mean it's a a total disaster. Yeah, Yeah, they can just pick up and resume their practice, Mm -hmm. and and it's the same. So whether it's like listening to your body, stopping when full plating the right amount of food on your plate, eating at consistent times, they're all skills that can be practised. And I think it's a far... Again, I used the word angst, I think, before, but there's far less angst. Yeah. It's far more sustainable. And, you know, if you fall off track, you can just pick it up the next day. Okay, let's practise this again.
1: I think that's a really important point, that if it does go off track, it is just the next day that you can pick it up. And you don't need to throw it all away in that one day you can just recognize yeah i've had one or two biscuits more than i might have the day before but it's not a big deal
0: yeah i'll, I'll go on another layer like sometimes i've seen me nowadays be like right well that wasn't exactly how i wanted that to go what can i do in the next 20 minutes what will be better for me and what's going to be more helpful towards what i'm going and what i want to do so sometimes rather than just picking up the next day it'll be like right i'll just go from now
2: what's the next best thing what's the yeah. next best thing
0: yeah. And it, that, that, that change of mindset did take me a long time to, to recognise. I mean, it was probably up until a few years ago, I was still having cheat meals. So, mm-hmm. But even then, it was, what's the next best, best thing I can do? Today. Today, right now. And I'd go from there. The, the other thing is you, can, you don't have
2: to solve everything at once, which is what a typical diet is. It's all or nothing, mm-hmm. like we spoke about. But the great thing with looking at it as a, as a set of skills is... You can you can just focus on one aspect of your nutrition. So it might be like, do you know what breakfast can takes care of itself, as does lunch. But it's when I get home at night and I'm tired. Yeah. Okay. Let's 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 work around that. It could be, and we can di- we can break away. We can have guidelines and we can have skills. And a guideline might be, wait 20 minutes after my meal before going back for seconds or dessert. A guideline could be eating, you know, taking a, a certain period of time to eat. And or we've had members
1: that have actually. Put on a timer to just to to see how to quickly that and you know they got to five minutes and they were nearly finished and they thought to themselves, oh hold on a minute, and they'd set it for ten. Yeah, you know, and it was just a realization. Oh, I'm going too fast here.
2: Yeah, so some some of these are just little guidelines to to set some structure. It might be eat four times a day, um, again put your fork down between meals, plate a balanced meal, things like that. And then there's the other side, which is the skills, which typically are listening to your body. So. Tuning in, stopping when full. Um, are you hungry? Or are you bored? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah d- a big one. Distinguishing true hunger mm-hmm. from cravings
0: or emotions or or that or sort of, of triggers stuff. like TV triggers. You know, you'll see a Magnum. If I've just triggered you for a Magnum, I do apologise. <laughs> or an a, advert! <laughs> yeah, if you see a Magnum and an advert, you're like, ooh, I could go one of them. And <laughs> that that like trigger foods is always a, was always a bad one for me anyway.
2: Yeah, yeah, and and also. Uh, I think a really important skill is flexibility. So sometimes saying yes, I'm going to have a magnum. Yeah. Another yeah. time saying, no, it's okay. I, I, I don't I don't, have to want don't have any in freezer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I'm not um, walking to the shop. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> yeah. So I think some useful, useful stuff on on skills. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We do have. Um, do you want to, Do you want to talk about? Well, we've got a set of seven lifestyle skills that we, we practice here at AKR um, I think four of them are
0: specifically nutrition yeah. focused yeah and then the others are lifestyle lifestyle habits yeah we'll save them for another podcast maybe get yeah. into them deep, a bit deeper yeah. yeah so we might dive into that in, mm-hmm. in season two season two we're getting a season two But <laughs> <laughs> right, got one more tip just to sort of round this off and then we'll we'll, we'll go I'll summarise the part. I'm moving on. Never no, stop. <laughs> Tip number four is, and it's probably one of my favourite tips, it's, I, I always, I don't know why I love saying it. Is eat like an adult. It's, who wants to take that one?
1: I think for me, when I'm working with members and I say eat like an adult, you actually get a laugh, like yeah. a wee chuckle from yeah. them. Because they know. Because <laughs> yeah, they know. Exactly. They know, yeah. Like, you know, if, for instance, if you're, we can all go shopping, we're adults, we can do what we want, however... You have adult money. You know, you know, if you're going to pick up the...
0: Turkey dinosaurs.
1: (laughs) Turkey twizzlers. (laughs) You know, you're going to pick up the 24-pack of crisps and it's going to be in the house, you're going to eat it. Yeah. You know? Um, This
2: this is groundbreaking. What you buy is what you're going to eat.
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Stay away from the outskirts of the shopping centre.
0: They're normally where the best parts are, but... (laughs)
1: In moderation.
0: In moderation. I always like to eat like an adult in in terms of, if you were looking after a child, or maybe you are looking after a child, you'd make sure they would get some form of green vegetable. You'd make sure they've got (laughs) some form of carb for energy and whatnot. And you make sure they've got some form of meat. Perhaps, maybe not if you're living the, the vegan vegetarian life. But you'd make sure they've got a balanced meal overall. And there's always the, you're not leaving the table to eat the vegetables. But as an adult, you grow out of that and... All of a sudden, you're no longer putting vegetables in your plate. You know, you're just, you've got a beige a beige <laughs> plate. Which, I mean, there's nothing wrong with a beige plate now and again. Sometimes that's what you need, but...
1: Not three times a day.
0: Not three times a day and not three times a week. And that consistency yeah. over time. I,
2: th- I think the other thing, if, if you're talking about kids, most parents don't let their kids just eat sweets constantly. But at the same time, they don't... Never give them sweets. Yeah. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. So
0: you can I, have
2: one. That's, yeah, so maybe it's eat like a child. Yeah. <laughs> eat like really and then Eat like an adult. Hold on. <laughs> but no, eat like an adult. Like, plan your, plan your meals. And I think the other thing is not every swing of emotion needs to be solved with, with food. Do you know? Like a celebration or a... And I'm not talking... Obviously, like, if it's a big celebration, yeah. go ahead and celebrate. But, but, you know, like, every tantrum a, a child has, a parent isn't going to give them a sweet or every you know, every reward. Yeah. So I think I think there's there's part of it there with that. Mm-hmm. There's part of it that's like you know you're gonna need to eat lunch tomorrow. What are you gonna eat like or your dinner, your evening meal, your tea tomorrow night? Yeah. So yeah. W- are you prepared? Are you gonna, yeah, 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 it's it's preparation. How many people on their, <laughs> their When Life Works list here I'd say that the the one thing is that actually <laughs> I do the food shop. Yeah. So that I've got You have to. So I've got nutritious food in my mm-hmm. house to eat. Mm-hmm. I think another important one that might, to some people, sound contradictory on this, I like this idea of it, it's autonomy, but it's I'm an adult, I can eat what I like." And people think that that means, "Oh, oh no, I'm, I'm going to go way off course with yeah. this one. But I think there's something empowering by giving yourself permission, which is the opposite. you know we spoke about the good and bad list. as soon as I say, I'm not allowed to eat all of these foods well, then there's the desire to to have them because they're scarce, they've increased in value. Mm -hmm. If, on the other hand, you say, well, hey, if I want to eat three jars of Nutella today and nothing else, then, you know, that's what I'll do. Go go for it and see how you feel. But (laughs) but, what happens is typically you go, well, actually, I I don't really want to do that because I want to feel good and, you know, I I want to manage my body composition and I want to... And and there might be the day where you do it. Like I say, you, you might do that for a couple of days just to get over the the restrictive mm-hmm. behavior of the past. But sooner or later, you're like, this isn't actually all that enjoyable. The, the reason that it was so desirable was, was because you were restricting. Yeah. So I think a, a, a really powerful mindset to adopt is, I'm an adult, I can eat what I like. Do you want to have 10, 10 bits of cake? Actually, do you know what, like m- maybe one would do me. Yeah, it's Does like
1: it... catching yourself before you do it, it sounds like. Yeah, you know, yeah. Asking I, that question, do I, do I really want this? is this going to make me feel better? Yeah,
2: it, it's, it's letting go of all the should-dos and have-tos. Uh-huh. And it's like, right, what do I, what do I get to do?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And I think one more, there's a, there's a line I really... You can tell I'm passionate about this yeah. stuff, I think, because, <laughs> of, because of I've been through, through, a, through a journey it, yeah. with it. But there's another line that I, I really like. And, and don't get me wrong, I, I still have my moments, you know, everyone does where they
0: overeat and they think, jeez...
1: Mm-hmm. I like to call what? it Christmas Day Fool.
0: <laughs> Christmas Day Fool. Oh. Oh. But if you need a nap after eating, you know you've gone Chris- a bit too far. Christmas
2: Day Fool. <laughs> the line, um, I couldn't say who, but I think it's from one of these Greek philo- philosophers, and it's, enough is as good as a feast. And I remember thinking about this and going, that's brilliant. So let's say you're eating a pack of biscuits, or jaffa cakes, I like jaffa mm. cakes. So, so you have a is jaffa a biscuit a cake? cake
0: it's footballer and I'm coming out again
2: <laughs> you have a java cake and you're like oh that's that's good I'm going to have another one and another one but every subsequent one that you have or extra portion of whatever doesn't actually bring you any more enjoyment in fact it's diminishing mm-hmm. returns to the point that you've eaten the whole pack and then you're like mm. now I have none for tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> and I feel pretty terrible but enough enough is as good as a feast like yeah. it actually feels better to have enough and stop and people think they can't do that, but the reason you can't stop is because of all the baggage of the good and bad and the restrict and binge and all that mm. sort of stuff.
0: Right, some good stuff in There's there. There's some really good some stuff. really good stuff. Do you have any closing thoughts on simplifying nutrition, that some tips or anything that you do personally? No.
1: I think it goes back to the When Life Works list for me to mm. prepare and plan. Prepare and plan yeah, for you. Yeah, definitely. Mike,
0: you got anything
2: yeah the same thing is is have a rough structure again my, my three or four meals a day food shop done at the
0: weekend
2: plate balanced meals yeah you, you use I, I always i
0: love using sort of volu- voluminous food volumous food <laughs> voluminous voluminous oh there's your word of the day voluminous <laughs> i love using that type of food so just once once i've plated up my meal if i know the meal doesn't look massive I'm just going to throw loads and loads of veg and salad and stuff on that plate. Yeah. And I mean, you ever eaten a whole iceberg lettuce? It's 40 calories for the entire thing. <laughs> <laughs> you're not, you're not going to be mm-hmm. hungry after that. i <laughs> tell you, you will not be hungry after eating that whole thing. What you <laughs> Any, any final closing thoughts for a wrap this up?
1: No, I think we've said everything no. we need to right now. Do you have any
0: challenges yeah. that we could, we could offer up to the listeners sort of plan out a food list, a food shop? I- I think it's it's going back to the when life works list. Mm-hmm. Back from, to the when life the works
2: list. Previous, I can't remember yeah. which episode that was, but but like let's d- take a moment, just take a moment to to plan it out. Plan for the worst version of you. The stuff we spoke about before, um, of course, like there's nutrition can be you know there's far more details that we can get into, but this show was really just bigger picture Scratch, overview basics. Surface, yeah. yeah, and I think. I think, again, it's, it's back to that line we said before, standardize before you optimize. So first of all, you can get used to choosing better labels. You can have some structure around when you eat. You can practice on the skills that are more limiting for you. And it might be a, a journey of years refining and honing skills. And that's yeah. okay. Journey is the goal. And number four, yeah, just remember you're an adult. You can eat what you want.
0: There um, you go. And that sums it up perfectly. We'll uh, wrap that up there. Folks, thank you so much for listening. If you know anybody that would benefit from this podcast or any of the podcasts that we've done, please share it with them. Please share it on social media. Give us a like, a review. And next podcast, we have our first guest. Our first, uh, first guest interview. So we'll just leave that there. Thank you so much and we'll see you in the next one.
1: Thank you.